This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 202 of This is the G Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Tommy B is in the house. How y'all doing? Each week we do news, politics, pop culture. That piping hot tea from the one and only Tanya B, man. And this week we got a ton of stuff, man. Talib Shabazz joins us. And we're going to talk about the Diddy lawsuit and the one-day settlement. Mm-mm-mm. Can the Supreme Court really police itself? We'll talk about that, too. And uh, a smokeless Snoop Dogg. Who would have thunk it? But uh, it, it, it's true, apparently. So... We'll talk about it. And and finally, Andre Three Stacks and the Flute Man have people talking. We'll talk about that. Tanya B has your tea. So let's go ahead and get started with news from Syracuse. Mike, Mike, what you got, man? News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. The Supreme Court announced Monday a new code of ethics. AURN's Ebony McMorris explains. Now the development comes after months of news stories questioning the ethical conduct of Justice Clarence Thomas and Justice Samuel Alito. This code comes from an existing one from lower courts but tailored to the unique institutional settings of the Supreme Court. However, details on how it will work, who will enforce it, and its potential impact on financial disclosures remains unclear. Critics have expressed concerns about the lack of concrete enforcement mechanisms, which some say without a robust oversight, ethical rules may lose their meaning. The court mentioned the need for additional resources for reviewing recusal and ethics issues, indicating potential challenges and implementation. While the court's action is seen as a response to public criticism, questions persist about how the rules will be enforced and whether they will satisfy critics. For AURN News, I'm Ebony McMorris. The White House says they have confirmed that Hamas is holding hostages at the largest hospital in Gaza. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. Hamas operate a command and control node from al-Shifa in Gaza City. They have stored weapons there and they're prepared to respond to an Israeli military operation against that facility. Once again, Democrats stepped in and supported another Republican speaker's plan to avoid a government shutdown. Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries spent time Tuesday quietly telling the Democratic caucus that Speaker Mike Johnson's stopgap two-step spending plan is a win for them. Now, money for certain agencies in this plan will expire on January 19th, while the remaining agencies would be funded until February 2nd. Five of nine Georgia Republicans and all five Democrats in the state's delegation voted in favor of the bill. While a handful of Republicans are furious with Johnson, at this point, no one is threatening to have him kicked out as speaker like they did Kevin McCarthy. Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis says the Georgia election trial could go into 2025. In an interview at a Washington Post Global Women's Summit, Willis also said the upcoming presidential election season did not factor into the timing of the case. Through their attorney, Breonna Taylor's family says they will continue to seek justice after a mistrial was declared in the federal trial of a former Louisville police officer. Of course, the family is disappointed. This is not the outcome they wanted, um, but we are here for the long game. Brett Hankinson fired 10 shots in a botched raid that ended Taylor's life in 2020. Sean Diddy Combs has been sued by singer Cassie. She's also his former girlfriend. She alleges he raped and sexually trafficked her over a 10-year period in a drug-fueled lifestyle. According to the lawsuit, Combs took control of Cassie's life, including her health care and her career. The New York federal court lawsuit also names his defendants Bad Boy Records, Bad Boy Entertainment, Epic Records, and Combs Enterprises. 
Thanks for the headlines, Mike. Newsmaker Crew is here. Y'all give it up for the one and only Talib Shabazz. I'm going to call him Shabazz today, man, because he, <laughs> he on the grind. <laughs> the well, things we go know. through. You don't know. <laughs> it's all good, bro. We 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 work hard to bring it to him, don't, don't indeed, we? You know? Indeed, indeed. I just hope it's appreciated. You know? I hope so, too, man. I hope so, too. Hey, you know, uh, let's go ahead. Let's get into it, man. Um, and you know what? I'm not trying to deal with the headlines. Mike's already gone through the, the major headlines. Mm-hmm. What I really want to deal with, man, because you've got history with some of these folks and, and just in the industry, the music side, well, the Diddy lawsuit, you know, uh, and, and when, they, when, the, when this went down, Mike sent the headlines over. And as soon as he sent his headlines over, it was settled. It's settled. You know? So, you know, you've heard the details, you know, of the lawsuit from Mike's report. Uh, as of our taping, again, it's been settled. NPR uh, is reporting the announcement was made. We tape on Saturday, so it was made on Friday. Uh, and it came via the statement from uh, Cassie's attorney, uh, Douglas Wigdor. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but her full name is Cassandra Ventura. Uh, the statement says Diddy and Cassie have reached uh, a deal to mutual satisfaction. No terms have been disclosed. Uh, Ventura's statement says, and I quote, I have decided to resolve this matter amicably on terms that I have some level of control. I want to thank my family, fans, and lawyers for their unwavering support. Uh, Combs' statement reads, we have decided to resolve this matter amicably. Uh, I wish Cassie and her family all the best love. End quote. Um, Lawsuit Man had some damaging statements. And I'm I'm just going to, you know, I want to get into the damaging statements, then I'll throw it to you because it was kind of crazy. And honestly, I think he did the right thing by settling based on a lot of these statements that were being made. And when you go to the root.com, they had pointed out five shocking allegations Uh, the physical abuse, the rape, uh, the fact that, well, I'm not saying the fact, allegedly. Uh, she would be bruised, bloodied, and Diddy would pay for her to stay in a hotel until she healed. That was one of the like shocking allegations that came out uh, from Cassie. Uh, drug-induced memory loss, claims that he introduced her to the lifestyle to the point where I think she's having to do MRIs, uh, just mind-boggling the way that allegation came out. Uh, sex trafficking, using her with escorts to film was one of the other allegations. Blowing up Kid Cuddy's car, another allegation. And then finally dangling one of, well, there's more to it. But the thing that the Root.com saw as shocking was the fact that he was doing a big red from the five heartbeats, dangling one of her friends off the 17th balcony floor. Right. When, when you what do you what do you hear, man? When when you saw this, what was the first thing you thought to lead? Well, you know, um, in the industry, there has been talk for years about uh, the relationship that Cassie and Diddy had. Um, you know, um, so none of this was terribly surprising. Um. You have a man that's been able to have somewhat of a Teflon appearance, you know, um, since the beginning of his career. 
mm-hmm. you know the uh, the infamous um, stampede at the Step Show in New York or the Celebrity Basketball Game in New York yeah. with him and Heavy D. You know that you know somebody got trampled. There was never any real charges with that. He's been able to escape. Um, you know any any jail time, any you know offenses with the Shine incident where with Shine, Jennifer Lopez going back to the club. Uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. you know you got somebody that's probably you know I don't know because I've only met Diddy a couple of times, um, but you know you might have somebody that's really feeling like you know they're invincible. You well, know, you know, the interesting thing about be, you saying okay. that, the, uh-huh. you know, in, invincibility, people are also bringing up Kim Porter. I and, mean, and I'm not, and I'm look, not I don't even want to get into that conversation. Now, you know, I know Kim because of, you know, Ebony Electra and a hmm. few of her peeps, you know, that whole little crew that they would run around with, you know. <laughs> and um, she didn't really have an easy time with, with Diddy either. So, you know, it's. You know, it's uh, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and now we're even hearing rumors about you know uh, Diddy's connection with Keefe D, um, the person who's been arrested in the Tupac murder. Yeah. So you know, it's it's you know you can only do dirt for so long before it catches up with you. You yeah. know, some people it takes longer. Some people are able to pre- present. You know, this appearance of I'm this great person, you know, all the while behind the scenes, you know, um, they're just a terrible person. So um, I'm saying all that to say that, no, these allegations should not have been shocking to anybody, you know, who was anywhere around the industry because Mm -hmm. there have been talks about this kind of behavior for a while. Um, you know, to, to what extent, you know, to the, the extent of, you know, Diddy having male prostitutes come, male escorts come and just, you know, she see, you know, serving Cassie, mm-hmm. you know, back to back. I've never heard anything like that. But, yeah. you know, yo, man, these, when you get that high up on the, on the, on the, you know, on the food chain, you know, there are all kind of freak stories that surround you at that point. You know, he joined it's, the it's rest. Like, of, he joined it's like the a modern day Ike and Tina Turner, man. I mean, it, it's it's even beyond that. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's it's that. It's Me Too. It's R. Kelly. It's you know, there. I mean, there's so many aspects to the story between Diddy and Cassie that it's just like, yo, what are y'all doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do, really, is is having that much money, Oof. you know, the catalyst for just becoming a freak? Yeah. You well, know, I'm here I, to tell you, man, um, the quickness or the speed in which this thing was settled. You already know. It's either volumes. It, right. It's either it's either she really does have something to say. Yeah. You know, that is damaging. Hmm. That you know, or the fact that um, he's about to be dealing with so much other stuff that he doesn't even have the time for this. That's a good point. So, you know, it's, you know, I hate to see any of, I hate to see any melanated person take a fall. And I'm not wishing ill 
on, you know, on Sean Combs for any reason whatsoever. You know, we've had our issues and it's been settled. So I'm not, I'm not even tripping about anything like that. It's really just like, yo, man, you got to stop. Well, you know what? Let me say this to leave. It was knives out, dog. (laughs) 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 When when Cassie came out, when that lawsuit hit, it was knives out on Twitter. Everybody who had a beef came up. I mean, it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. You know, look, man, you can't you can't do dirt and not expect not expected to catch up with you at some point, especially when you're this. You know what I mean? Like, yo, the the money shield only lasts for so long. And now they're about to spend him out with all these lawsuits. He's probably just like, yo, man, cut the loss, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Amicable my ass. Amicable yeah. my ass. <laughs> Amicable. Amicable. <laughs> that's Amicable. that's the, the legal term for today, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In every divorce or every settlement. Amicable. Oh, it means somebody took it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, exactly. let's move on, man. Next one. Uh, Snoop giving up smoking. Now, this is kind of, in my opinion, Shielded. It's a. It's a. How do you say it? Kind of a. It's cloaked. This mm. statement. What do you yeah. think that means? He's giving up smoke. Um, I have my opinion, but you go. Well, um, you know, I don't. <laughs> come know, on, I don't know. Just come on, just come with it. Just yeah, come I with don't it. Know what, I really don't know what what would make him do that at this point in in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. To the point where he has to announce it. You know, or yeah. maybe he's just so maybe. I mean, this is a guy who has, you know, Snoop Dogg vapes. There's a line yeah. of death row vapes. So, yeah. are you giving up? You're giving up smoking. You know, really, but you're still selling smoking products. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I think part of this to leave in terms of the, I, I guess, because he asked for privacy. It's almost like a, a, you have a death in the family yeah. and I ask for yeah. privacy in this matter. That was his statement on IG. Right. But it's almost like I think he has he is heavily invested in this. He's the uh, how, do you, how do you say it? High Times Magazine's man of the millennium. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, century, between, yeah. Him, between him and so, Cypress Hill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So from a standpoint of giving up smoke, I think it means maybe I mean, I don't think he's giving up cannabis. Right. You know, maybe he'll go from from smoking to ingesting more, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, edibles and things like that. But but I don't see him giving up cannabis. Uh, But you know what? This could be a health concern. I was that's what I was saying. I hope that this is not, you know, a health related incident. I hope it's just feels that way to me. Yeah, it does. But, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, I mean, look, you smoking is bad, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's weed, whether it's tobacco, hookah, whatever, whether she should, you know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Anytime you ingest smoke into your lungs, it's it's not good for your body. Yeah. So bad habit, man. it's a nasty right. habit. Yeah, indeed. And, you know, I've dealt with that demon, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, too. So yeah. it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. at some point you, you got to let it go. Yeah, you know, yeah. just as a changeup, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Being that he didn't really have too much information yeah. in regards to why, 
you know, I'm hoping that it's not a health related thing where, you know, it's something serious and he has to give it up. I think, you know, I'm hoping that he just wants to. And this is just, you know, for spiritual or, you know, personal development. That's a shocker. Yeah. Come on, man. For 40, almost 40, 30 something years, oh man, in the face of weed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who's next? Uh, Cypress Hill? Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, who's next? Uh, I don't know. But 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 I hope all is well with his fam. You know, Snoop, yeah. you know, is you know, has become and turned out from his challenges in the beginning to be yeah. a good guy. A real good yeah. guy, you know, for the business, for the industry. Yeah. You know, so I hope really and truly everything turns out well. Yeah. Finally, man, before we get into your, your your big takeaways, I do want to acknowledge, man, the new Blue Sun album project from Andre 3000. I had a chance to listen to it. And I, I'll tell you, I loved it. And and the reason be maybe maybe because, you know, I, I used to listen to New Age and I was into like Andrea's Volnbiter and I like. Right. You know, it, you know, Esmeralda Spalding's new okay. project, and, you know, stuff like that. But but I will say, man, uh, I think he took a lot of ridicule before it dropped because people are like, oh, they're going to be playing a flute. What do you you know? Every you hear all this crap, or, you know, you read all this. But honestly, it's a it's a real project. It is a, you know, 87 minutes. It's the real deal. You know, we had heard in between about him doing rap stuff. And, and whenever you go, it's like on SoundCloud and it sucks. You know, it's just some stuff. Somebody. But this is a real project. And I'm glad he did the warning for, you know, for those of you who, you know, wanted to go in shock and come out cussing. He said no bars. Warning, no bars. Right. So, uh, you know, I want you to go out, stream this and, and be shocked. Um, you know, again, you know, I think, man, and I'm going to say this. I, I don't think this time, these times deserve Andre, you know, and and I say that because he gave so that that whole outcast vibe and, and the Dungeon family vibe, you know, even going into, uh, you know, the uh, uh, what do you CeeLo and Goody Mob and, and the whole mm-hmm. vibe of that. Right. You know, I don't know. You know, this is a toxic these are toxic ass times, man. Truly. And I, I just don't know if Andre in the form of Andre back in the day can be appreciated during these times because the I you know, the irony is Drake comes out too. And how much more toxic how much more toxic <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, let, let me I, I digress. But um but I'm just saying, you know, yeah. I, I don't you know, people will say, Well, we want we want him to come back. Nah, I don't really want him to come back. It's kind of like Prince. When 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 I you know my appreciation and I always you know I'm sorry I always mention Prince on this show so y'all know what the deal is. But my point is it's like you know certain artists leave this legacy at a certain point in time that just can't be recreated. I don't think you can recreate Outcast. I'll throw it to you. I don't know if you've heard the new project. That's just me. Go ahead. No, I needed a few days to listen to it. Um, mm-hmm. To let the hype die down just a little bit, you know, because right now everybody's throwing opinions. Yeah. Um, what I have heard people talking about is the fact that it's a very relaxing album, you know. So where whereas, you know, people didn't really come into this knowing what to expect at all, you know, when they put it on, they're like they could see 
where an album like this could fit in their life. And I love that aspect of it. You know yep. what I mean? Because yep. here it is. Yo, this is a guy who people respect for his craft. And what he's doing is once again, he's pushing a boundary. You know, mm. I mean, you know, what was the big commercial back in the day? Sam Fear? The master of the right? We wouldn't be caught dead listening to an album like that. How many, yeah. how many Native American masters have come out with albums, you know, around flute, around that, you know, that type of recorder type flute sound, mm. and no one would ever think about even checking anything out like that. Yeah. But the fact that here is, you know, three stacks not only doing it but doing it well like yo like the little GQ commercial you mm-hmm. know the way the, the, the sound the, 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 the fact that his tone is unwavering I mean the, it, when you play a rec- I don't know if every you know most people started any kind of instruments with the recorders well, I played the clarinet in, in, okay. in elementary okay. school, so I, I mean, so, I, I get how it. Hard, yeah. How hard was that to get a tone out of, and uh, one even tone out of that clarinet? Dude, it's tough. I mean, exactly. and, you know, and millennial played the uh, god, the the bassoon, right? So, oh, so, even you know, because that so, you know, that's a, a wicked, <laughs> right? And that, you know <laughs> what I mean. So, so again, the, the fact that yeah, the fact that Dre is able to still mobilize his fan base in mm-hmm. this kind of manner, you know, yeah. to me is outstanding. And it shows that there is a level of growth, not only in him, but in the audience as well, because he's still able to take them with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I would, um, I don't like the fact that he feels that being a 48 year old rapper is not something to be proud of or, you know, um, because he's so talented with it, you know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. you know, he does him. There, there are a couple of artists that kind of, uh, move the, move the needle when they drop a release. Uh, mm-hmm. De La Soul was like that, you yeah. know, to me, because you could see like as when De La Soul's albums would come out, the thought process, some of the things that they would talk about subject matter wise would mm-hmm. be so relevant that you could see things moving, even if it wasn't the fact that people were listening to De La and moving that way. It's you like change, they changed the game. It's almost. Yeah. I mean, w- would you would you not say like Tribe was Tribe. like that? Tribe kind of too because musically yeah. with their yeah. sound and everything, yeah. Again, these are these are groups that kind of move the needle. So when it comes out, you see things around it moving. And yeah. Outcast is definitely one of them. Now, I, I really want to see where the remixes come in because oh, that's what's what? about to happen. That's what's about to happen. You're about to see this Andre's flute album. Done, done with in a remix package. You know, you think so? Oh yeah. So? Oh yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if. I don't know yeah. if. I mean, I, and I and I, I catch myself and I I I pull back on calling it, quote unquote, background music because oh, honestly, man. that's disrespectful. You yeah, know, it's well, not. It's definitely from what it, I heard, it, it's mood music. Yeah, it's it, it, it it's a vibe. When right. Right. when I first listened, I, I I waited right. It came out at midnight. 
and I was right there and I waited for it to drop on Apple Music okay. and I streamed the whole 87 minutes because mm-hmm. they did not release any clips. They didn't release any singles. Right. They released right. it all at once, at, you know, right after midnight. Mm-hmm. And and I will tell you, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. It's midnight and it's playing and it's engaging. It really yeah. does. If, if yeah. you are. And, and I'll say this, man, I, I really think it, it's kind of necessary right now because there's so much the, the culture is. Come on, man. It's toxic as fuck right now. We'll see. We'll see. Without a doubt. And, and to have something like this come out at a time when we're at it's we're really at a toxic peak. When, mm-hmm. Even when you look at hip hop, you look at the ladies and what they're doing. Unfortunately, right. it's not, you know, ladies first. Queen Latifah, it's just the you know 180. Right. Um, you know, I think it's like a good time for a pause, in my opinion. Like Andre, it's a pause. Yeah. You know, we got we got everything going on in the world right now. We got the politics going on in the mm-hmm. world right now. It's just it's just when you listen to it, it's a pause. And and how many times in a lot of our culture's life? Well, we have something where we're going to sit down for 87 minutes and not do any and kind of really be at a pause Just, and take it in. See, that's what I'm saying. That the fact that people have done that. Yes. Style of music that they would never have done that to before is 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 already showing should be showing everybody that people are receptive. We, we, mm-hmm. We've been selling these audiences short for so long, you know, yeah. musically, that we wind up with the sexy red and with the bongos and with all this other crap that we've got right now. And, you know, and again, I'm not trying to diss that music because all of this music has a place. Everything has a place, only, you're right. You're the right. only thing that I talk about and that, that I really want to express is there's an uh, imbalance there's an yeah. imbalance to this whole thing. And I think that even with Dre playing a flute, that means that somebody somewhere is going to pick up an instrument, a re- you know what I mean? A real instrument and really integrate that into whatever they're doing in the hip hop field. And yeah. that's the, those are the things that I'm looking forward to. What happens next, regardless of what happens with Dre's album, even yeah. if it totally sucked, you yeah. know, the fact that people like you said, pause for a minute, took that in. Yeah, we're, we're about to see some changes. You know what well, I mean? Let me say, let me say, man, um, when I, again, I, I go on Twitter. I went on Twitter just to kind of read some of the things that people were saying. Yeah, you saw some and, of the memes. <laughs> well, you know, it was, you know, it could have been mean. could have been mean-spirited. But, but you know the thing that helped me uh-huh. navigate this project versus an outcast project. Okay. I, I listened to his NPR interview. Okay. I listened to the full hour of his interview and I heard how dedicated he is to this and how knowledgeable he is. Right. And right. it's like, dude is serious. It's yes. not like I am just, you know, kind of throwing this out there and see what happens. No, this is my life. This is my creative life. You know, and and so when I heard it, you know, I really I mean, I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but it made me enjoy it more knowing that he's really dedicated to it. And I'm, I'm really proud of him man, and happy for him. He's gone through some craziness, you know, or I don't want to say not in a, you know, uh, not not in a clinical way, just 
you know, the, the, the hysteria, you know, when people disappear, you mm. know, how people want to label them as hermits yeah. and, and all this, he's, you know, it's kind of gone through that, but he's, he's kept his, uh, he, he's kept himself yes. in my opinion. Yeah. He's, he's held on to who he is. And I think this album is truly who he is. So when I heard it, even when I think back to Hey Ya and, and all this stuff that was very different for mm-hmm. the time versus, right. you know, you know what I mean? That was different kind of Andre. Even when you look at the Love Below speaker box, yeah. you see how different his stuff is from Big Boy. Truly. It kind of it kind of fits his personality. Truly, truly. That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, hey, bro, I'm proud of that dude. You know, I am too. Because he, he took something serious. It, it's not like he just said, you know what, I'm play a flute. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, you know, like, like, uh, you know, I mean, I hate to, I mean, I'm not, I don't hate to say it. I mean, people copycat Drake, you know, yay, just take shit and just run with it. Right. Put nothing into it and say, tomorrow I'm going to be this or, or even Diddy, right. right. You know, just vultures, you know, but, but this is something that he truly embraced and created mm-hmm from not just popularity, something that's right. not very popular, but he's going to make it mainstream. Mm-hmm. Not that he cares. Sure. I don't think he cares. I think he really, really just... Sure. I mean, but you know... I don't think he cares. Well, the thing is, is that, you know... I think he's glad it's embraced. I would definitely say that. You know, as again, as somebody that has, you know, a personal relationship you mm-hmm. know, with Three Stacks, you know, yeah, um, yeah he was in a quandary because he didn't want to be a 40-year-old rapper. And I was like, you know... like, But can you blame him? <laughs> well, you know... Consider, consider what's going on now, though. Right. And can you blame Look him? At right, exactly. But, you know, the, the thing is, again, is that there are people who... When you are that... When the talent is that innate, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do anything else outside of whatever that talent is, but that talent still has to be recognized, bro. You know what and I mean? What you, what you can do, it. you can do it on an old school tour. He can still do the touring. You I know, mean, that's no different than, you know, okay, I listen to a lot of different types of music. It's just like Earth, Wind & Fire still touring. You still right. got Philip right. Bailey, who's a hell of a singer. Yeah, you don't want to negate or or bury the the talent of a Philip exactly. Bailey if he can if he can still sing reasons, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, but it gets sad when on the opposite side when you see a Frankie Beverly struggling. Mm. You know, that's it, the different side. Exactly. That's the dark side of it. When hey, it's time to give it up. It's almost like here's my thing, and I'll and I'll end it. I'll throw it to you for mm-hmm. uh, you know for your big takeaway. It's like trying to recreate Tyson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mike Tyson 90s can never be recreated. That ain't gonna happen. You know, you can say, well, Mike's coming back. No, no, no. Mike will never come back. Yeah. I mean, physically, it's not humanly possible <laughs> for him. But you know what I'm saying? People want that. It's like, I want to see Mike Tyson come and knock somebody out. No, you won't see that again. Right. And that's why certain artists, you just won't get that again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you really create Mike Tyson again? I don't think so. But <laughs> that era it would be difficult because you know, again, it's not just it's not just the that person. It's not yeah. just that talent. It's all of the energy around that talent yes. and supporting yeah. that talent and and that that whole groundswell. And yeah, it's it's difficult 
to do it second, you know, a second time for one individual, mm-hmm. you know, and it's also difficult to see that kind of energy happen again. You yeah. know, that's why it's celebrated so much when we do. Yeah, so yeah. true, so true. Hey, what's your big takeaway? You got a big takeaway for the week, man? Or oh, have we yeah. covered it all? Yeah, can we, can we give Ron DeSantis the, 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 the big boot? Can we give him some kind of, can we give him <laughs> Dude is almost out of here, man. He's almost out of here. He hasn't announced it yet, but it's the writing is on the wall. The writing is on. Like like Tim Scott. Oh, man. Oh, it feels so good. That's what I'm saying. You know, because I was reading a couple of articles this week, and they were talking about how DeSantis, you know, um, he's being that he ran for president the way that he did and he's been the way the, re, the way he's been making his moves you know he's going to be pretty much no have they said that DeSantis will pretty much have nowhere to land after his after he turns out of governor you know what i mean <laughs> Nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Goodbye, nigga. <laughs> what you got, man? Go I'm sorry, I just had to you say. Know, it. So yeah, man. I had to throw some Dave Chappelle in there. You know, I think we need. I think we need. Uh, you need a sample. Right. <laughs> Either that or a sample of uh, Queen. Another one bites the dust. Yeah. Oh yeah. That dude, man. I'm telling you, these these people are, they're falling by the wayside, and I love to see it, man. Their their policies are terrible. They're only here. They are obviously only here for personal betterment. So yeah. no, get them, get them gone. We need people that are really going to want to serve in the public's interest, not yeah. in their own. So I'm uh, off, off, off with his head. That's what we need. We need <laughs> off with his head. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was I'll get that. I'll get that. Right. Hey man, my big takeaway, man, Supreme Court. Come on, y'all. No, no wonder we don't have police reform. They can't even come up. They oh oh, we've come up with uh ethics rules, but oh, we yeah. don't know. But we don't know, but they don't nobody knows who's gonna actually uh apply the rules. Right. So they're gonna be policing themselves. Really? <laughs> That's where we are right now. That's where we are right now. So y'all, you know, so so you know, Mike's report, Mike Mike talks about the mm-hmm. fact that the Supreme Court um has come up with ethics rules and no one knows at all how it works. How <laughs> What you know, it's like, yo, man, this is People. a this is bizarro world. We are truly in bizarro world right truly, now. Truly, the, the highest court in the land will be applying rules that nobody understands, that no one knows, no one knows how they work. Just amazing. Just amazing. No, I just had to, I just had to say They that, announce man. it right now. You know what I mean? That's the whole yeah. thing. These things have, you know, there's been so much that's been done in the dark. Yeah. You know, that I guess people really have gotten comfortable with it because now they're saying the quiet parts out loud. Yeah, so it's true. Showing, you, you, people should be really, the voting public mm-hmm. of America should be taking note right now at what all of these clowns are doing. This lip service yeah. that they've been giving us for years is yeah. not going to cut it anymore. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hey, y'all, we'd love your thoughts. Go to castropolis.net. Uh, choose the people poll. You can leave us a message. You, don't, you ain't got to be all that brave and bold. Just leave a message. I'll play it. Back. I'm not going. Come on. I guess they think I'm a clown if they do it. But go ahead and do it. Thanks. And big thanks to Lee Shabazz, who's making crew. Appreciate you, man. Jumping through hoops. Oh, man. Doing your thing. Yeah. We All right, y'all. Go, let's go ahead. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll come back with Tanya B and the T. Thank you, Talib. Peace. More. This is the G Podcast after the break. y'all sipping the tea with tanya b all right tommy b here we go you know it's been a real interesting week in entertainment news i've got some headlines for you but before i do that i just want to remind everybody this is a g podcast each and every day go download every single daily show go to the youtube channel let us know what you think all right let's get you with tommy b gotta say rest in peace to one of the co-founders of the legendary cool in the gang i call him funky george brown but most people call him George Funky Brown, one of the best, most sampled, prolific, amazing drummers to ever pick up drumsticks. Do you know that he was in the group for 59 years? It's been the only job he's ever had, so to speak. Uh, Lost his battle with lung cancer, but man, talk about the songs he was involved in creating. Along with Robert Coolbell and JT Taylor, I'm talking like Ladies Night Celebration, Get Down On It. My goodness, he leaves an amazing musical legacy and now the only original last man standing member in the group is Robert Cool Bell Mm-mm-mm. what a loss uh, you know what Tommy B Justin Timberlake thinking about suing Britney Spears or what she wrote in that book you know what that's karma we never forgave him for 2003 with Janet Jackson in the Super Bowl so I'm starting the list Justin you go sit in the corner and learn how to fold some laundry you'll have some company real soon <laughs> uh, let's see now Another L.A. Reid sex abuse lawsuit, another Bill Cosby sex abuse lawsuit. Y'all go over there in the corner with Justin Timberlake. Is it a stunt or has Snoop Dogg really given up weed for the last time? You know, he owns a weed company. Maybe he'll just go to edibles. But maybe at age 52, Grandpa Snoop is trying to save his lungs, much like Willie Nelson, who at the age of 90, what? Had to stop smoking weed. Okay. Well, Will Smith has a former assistant. We'll just call him Bum B for now. Yeah, Bum is in. He is a straight up Bum. Dumb donkey of the week tried to shake Will down for money. He's the one that came out with this scathing story about uh, finding Will Smith and Dwayne Martin slapping skins. But I'll just say, Bilali B, you're a bum. Anyway, I said it. Not allegedly. That's my opinion. It does not reflect the views of the Castropolis Podcast Network. But one thing I am glad about is that Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff will be re- reuniting. I'm so excited and it feels so good for the Grammys 50th anniversary tribute to hip hop. It comes on CBS on December 10th. 
Kiki Palmer is hosting the Soul Train Awards next week. She's performing as well at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, so she'll be busy. But let me ask you, will you watch? Because people don't watch award shows too much anymore. Now, you know, her mother went straight Baltimore and... Um, She's admitting that she lied to Kiki's estranged baby daddy, what's his name, Jackson, um, to keep him from further allegedly abusing Kiki by saying that Usher was gay. Well, I also heard she cussed him and his brother out back to their mama's womb, made up some new curse words, and um, they're just trying to just damage Kiki's image. They just go get a job, okay? Word from the curb is that Beyonce may be returning to Las Vegas at that new venue called The Sphere. You know, it looks like a globe with like a trillion in lights and show <laughs> whatnot. Well, if she gets the $10 million plus production budget that they did give to the rock group U2 who was performing there now, it could happen. It could happen. Well, Tyler Perry is out promoting his new documentary, Maxine's Baby. It's now on Amazon Prime streaming. And uh, on The View recently, a few days ago he broke down talking about it so clearly um he's working through some things but if you want to know why he is the way he is what he does and does not do check out maxine's baby okay now after 17 years andre 3000 of outcast well i should say formerly of outcast put out an instrumental flute album it should be interesting i don't know now you may remember the rapper the doc tommy b from back in the day it's getting funky it's getting funky well it got real quiet after that record blew up and the reason is because the doc suffered a horrific car accident and it affected and really damaged his vocal cords but i hear now he's got new music coming out with the help of artificial intelligence and i don't know about that well, I do know that Tupac is a nominee for the 2024 Grammy Awards for the FX documentary, Dear Mama. Uh, word from the curb is Rihanna fans may be upset because her tour and new album may be yet again delayed by rumors of a third pregnancy. She's got the Irish twins. I guess she's going for Irish triplets now. And the explosive thing is Diddy, Cassie, the lawsuit already settled. Why she kept quiet for so long, but she got the, the file, the lawsuit, which is 35 pages right before the statute of limitations expired. Abuse is not love. Fame is not worth your dignity. I hope she and Puffy go on wherever they're going and get the help that they need. That's all I got. I ain't got no more. Y'all have a happy Thanksgiving. And don't forget to tune in each and every Sunday to This Is A G Podcast. And you can catch the bird wire on demand 24-7. Go to castropolis.net, the website. Happy Thanksgiving once again. Gobble, gobble. What you watching this week, Tommy B? The new Tyler Perry documentary, Maxine's Baby. The Tyler Perry story is streaming on Prime Video. And here's my take on it. Let's start with the positives. Tyler Perry is an incredibly accomplished filmmaker actor, playwright, so it's no wonder Amazon, MGM Studios thought he was worthy of a full-length documentary. The film looks amazing, is touching, boasts some serious star power, and of course it tells the incredible story of Tyler Perry, including insights into his family and shots of his beloved Atlanta. My only issue with this well-done Maxine's Baby doc is that sometimes it doesn't go far enough. Yes, we get to see Perry's journey from growing up poor to becoming a Hollywood powerhouse. Uh, We also get a glimpse at the father-son conflict, struggles of being an outsider and being a black man in the film industry. Sometimes it seems to come across as more of a marketing piece, kind of like a Tyler Perry for dummies. Uh, I think some of us were hoping for more depth and new insights into his life and career. This documentary seems firmly under the control of TP. Personally, though, I think the TP criticism does go a bit too far considering what's going on with some of our moguls in public. We need more in our culture with good intentions. And you know what? He does deserve more than just a hit piece. So I'm glad it is what it is. 
it is. Uh, it's a good thing it comes across as a fitting tribute to his mom and a love letter to his devoted fan base. So as we approach the holiday season, it's a good way to spend time with family and friends, especially those who appreciate the Medea experience over the years. It is something positive and uplifting. Let me know what you're watching. Go to castropolis.net and hit the people poll. Syracuse Mike, Tanya B. Vibe to lead author and political analyst Harold Michael Harvey. Go check out his new book, y'all. It's out, haroldmichaelharvey.com. Thanks to the crew, Millennial Nick, uh, Lady J, Regia, music by K-Dub, all those who help us make it happen every single week. And don't forget, each and every Sunday we go, not necessarily live, but you can stream us first. Uh, Links in our social media bio or just go to castropolis.net. That's easy. Uh, share us with a friend. Don't cost you nothing. And uh, my big PSA for this week, y'all, the daily is on holiday this week. The five minutes of news and knowledge to help you get through your day returns Monday after the holidays. So um, but I will tell you this for Black Friday. Do me a favor. Go buy a shirt. I might do a little bitty price cut. Maybe, but our 200th uh, episode edition is available now. Go to castropolis.net. I like to call it the bicentennial edition. So just go there and support us, support the podcast and buy a shirt. Appreciate you all for supporting the show each week. Don't forget to subscribe, turn on your notifications, check us out during your travel, when you're having turkey dinner and all that with family, go ahead and share the podcast. We appreciate y'all. And with that, Episode 202 is in the can. Have a great week, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. Peace and power to the people. You've been listening to This is the G Podcast. This is the G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.